Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is the midweek special. This is what didn't fit into last week, and you know, this weekend show ain't gonna fit in there either. So here we are. Hey, Caroline, how are Hello, you today? Hello, everybody, how are you? We have so much to talk about, Eric. I just, now it's coming back to me. So much has happened in like a <laughs> we week. We got a lot. Oh my God. I know it. I was traveling cross country, you know, I had a Twitter battle with United Airlines. It was a good week. You were like, like hammering it up, doing all kinds of tools and stuff. <laughs> getting, getting hammered. Ham I saw you. I saw you no, drink something in the morning. Like, I don't know. It was like. Seven o'clock in the morning, and you were having a beer at that new cooler. Hey, wait a minute! You can't be drinking all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> we're kidding. <laughs> we're kidding. He was testing out a beer because he had a cooler that yeah. was being demoed. Tell him a little bit about the cooler. There was a lot of. So the cooler was awesome. You know, when you when you get out into into places when you're camping, maybe not so much in your area, but our area we here. Camp. One of the things you got to be able to, they have to be bear certified, mm -hmm. right? So if the bears come in, that they don't just like bust the cooler apart. So this had three locking points. So you could throw a cable lock through there. So, or a, or a padlock. So you could actually keep that from being, you know, a bear getting into it. But what I liked is it had multiple cutting board locations. So you could actually have a, a cutting board that moved around that snap on the side, or it would snap over the top. So you could like make sandwiches or cut up. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Lemons for your beer <laughs> or whatever you want to do. So and had an opener, really cool type, you know, kind of a a Yeti style, you know, cooler out there. All made in USA, which was awesome. Mm. So that was a cool one. But that was a cool cooler. And uh, <laughs> cool cooler. yeah, they sh were showing the, you know, I'm doing a video. They're opening the using the pop top to to flip the top on the beer bottle. And I was like, they're put it out. I don't know what we're gonna do with this beer. It, Seven o'clock in the morning. And I said, well, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> no, but that was. So that was a lot of fun. I that was, was really cool. And then tell them where you were because you were at a kind of neat event, Ring of Fire. Yeah. Ring of Fire. I love these guys. I've known these guys forever. And uh, they have what they call their hardware huddle. So they get to expose us to new products and some really fun new stuff so there are some you know brands that everybody knows like crescent tools and Geldwin windows and doors and james hardy siding and some cool stuff but there was also some little stuff in there that um that a lot of people didn't know about like there was a guy you know sanding sponge that has the sandpaper but it's those mm -hmm. little square sponges yeah, this was really cool he calls it spy sponge <laughs> and he puts 
three little uh, LED flashlights basically in the sanding sponge. So it shows you where the light goes along the surface you're sanding. So it shows the shadows of where all the divots are. Nice. How cool is that? It is awesome for drywall. It is like the most perfect drywall tool huh. ever. How much is, what's the price so you point? You can go with that. Oh, it's it's not bad. I mean, I think you can buy the whole kit with sponges and the lights and they're rechargeable, which is cool. I think it was under hundred bucks. Wow, spy and sponge. For somebody doing drywall, it is a drywall must have. And it's got a good name, spy sponge. Yeah. And I mean, he was a contractor that said, I'm coming up with a better way to do this, which I thought was well, really cool. That's how all the good ideas happen. If you're in the exactly. field and you need something. Yeah. And then, of course- which was pretty funny. So I got to play around with my friends over there at Grabo. Oh. You saw me uh, taking There's people down with the Grabo challenge. <laughs> so explain what Grabo is. And Tile Chick uses Grabo all the time yeah, to help so, pick up stuff. You know, think of, uh, it's, a, it's a vacuum assist handle. So think of a battery-powered handle that you can put on with suction cups that has a motor inside of it that creates vacuum and sucks it down. So basically, I think it's got about 375 pounds of pull strength. What I like about it is, is that it's basically like adding a handle anywhere you want to add a handle. So if I've got a big piece of tile that I want to set down on the floor, it's great if I want to carry some drywall and I don't want to have to sit there and be grabbing the top and the bottom of the sheet, I can do this with the Grabo. Grabo. And of course, we did the Grabo challenge, which was awesome, was trying to pull people down and I won that one. <laughs> Eric used his Nordic power that he has and he literally took a guy off his feet. And it was great because the audience was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> it was unexpected. I was surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> he ate his spinach there was another, that day. Yeah, I had my spinach for sure. <laughs> and uh, I was, I was kind of surprised as well. And then, uh, we had a lot of great stuff over there. Like there's a new outdoor power tool company called Green Machine that was super awesome. And uh, so they have battery powered lawnmowers and leaf blowers and that stuff. And it it's was really good. cool. Yeah. So those guys were awesome. There's just so many different things. There's a company called Diamond Brush. And this was cool. When people go out and maybe they've got that old wood deck and they put that... Um, that deck saving paint over it that's got like the the chunks of rubber in it that oh, it's like yeah. this thick paint that you put over the top of everything to to save that deck but like a year or two later it starts peeling off and then you can't really go over it touch it's it it's, it's horrible you can't so, go over that <laughs> you can't sand it you can't do anything nope, where there's this there, company <laughs> oh yeah this company called it, it was cool this company it. called Diamond Brush and think of a disc. This thing was like, this was going Nordic on this thing. I tell you what, <laughs> think of um, Diamond Brush as probably the best way to explain it is think of a grinding wheel okay, that has flaps of diamond encrusted grinding wheel on it. And hmm. it was trick. And this will grind off just about anything you want to take off of wood or anything else. It was completely huh. wild. I was impressed. What's, I mean, there what's was, the price point? Uh, on yeah, that? you're in that, you know, 30 bucks huh. or so kind of range, depending on which one you get. Um, that was cool. Let me show you a picture of this. I mean, you guys will have to uh, 
to uh, imagine what this looks like. But that coating, it just grinds it right off of the deck boards and uh, really cool. It does look like it would uh, grind everything else up on it. But I tell you what, it does work well. I was impressed. It looks like a, a wheel. And then it, how does it attach? Is that yeah, the attachment in the middle? Yeah, so it's got the attachment where it just kind of goes into the, uh, I'll find a picture of it here. It goes into the chuck, basically, of a of a grinder. You've got a grinding wheel. So it was really, really cool. I was impressed mm. by it. It's like, wow, this is going to be awesome. So it, you can sit there and grind away <laughs> on it. And uh, it's meant to go on a grinder. And, man, you could just take all that finish nice. right off. So that was and impressive And 30 bucks. Well. That is sweet. Yeah. Depending on which, I mean, they got small ones, they got big ones. You could spend a lot more on them. That was the uh, the composite one. I bet you you're over a hundred bucks for the big iron one, where it's got a metal ring and super heavy duty. Mm. But uh, that was cool. There was just so many other companies. Uh, Bora was there. Those guys have a bunch of uh, they have amazing workbenches and work tables that are portable that you can build up and put away. Bora's awesome. And uh, Weller, where you could sit there and uh, solder things like solder electrical mm. and uh, wood burning and stuff. So that was cool. There was just a lot of neat stuff in there that I was really excited and about. And they had music so. and they had food and they had all kinds of events for you guys to take part in. And if you want to check out the videos, go to Insta our Instagram around the house show and you can see Eric doing the Grabo challenge, taking some people out. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. We just, you know, I had a lot of good friends there and it was nice reconnecting. It just kind of, I used to do a lot of these things and it was nice to, to feel getting back to normal, That's you know, good. and uh, I work with a lot of people over there. Now, here's a funny one. Here's the, here's the other funny part that was cool. I'm sitting there chatting with this dude from Grabo and his name's Dane and this was awesome. And we start talking you know, he's from Las Vegas. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> and we figure out that my buddy is his brother. Weird. This guy, Dane Patton. And I'm like, wait a minute. Ron Patton is the executive producer for Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, who's on the Talk Media Network. And, I mean, I was just talking to him a few days before. He goes, yeah, that's my bro. I'm like, your bro? He goes, no, my brother. And I'm uh like, Wow. So, of course, we're on the East Coast. So what do I do? We take pictures flipping him off <laughs> oh, nice. and then send it with no context over to him. And I just drop the thing on his Facebook <laughs> message. And he's like, what? So Ron wakes up and goes, what's happening? Where are you? And, of course, I was giving him, like, one-word answers <laughs> and messing with him. So Being it sneaky. was hilarious. It took him about 10 minutes, 10 minutes to figure it out. It was just one of those things that was ironic. I was just like, this is He's probably awesome. half asleep and he's looking at the picture going, okay, this is Eric. This is my brother. They're together. Brother. Eric's from Portland. Together. My brother's in South Carolina. I'm not sure. No, his brother is from Las oh, Vegas. Oh, but he was in. He knew I was in South Carolina. He didn't know how that was oh, all Oh, he was out, really so. messed up. <laughs> he didn't know what was <laughs> It was awesome. And then I, I always fly in this. I don't want this to sound like a commercial because I pay the same price as everybody else does. But I usually fly Alaska and my backup is Delta. Airlines. That's kind of the two I usually work with because Alaska on the West Coast has the most flights and I can get just about anywhere. And they serve all the small airports up and down the West Coast. If I want to, it's it's awesome. It works well. I got a lot of miles with those guys. My great friends over at Ring of Fire, 
you know, Ringo ends up hooking me up and flying me back there. So, but Greenville, South Carolina has like eight gates at the, you know, at the airport. It's a tiny little small. airport. It's small. So they're pretty much, uh, they have three airlines that come in there. It is Allegiant, which thankfully they didn't book us on that. And it's uh, American or United. So I was kind of on the, the best of what we could do from there. Well, I show up a little bit early because they drop us off at the airport. Everybody's going off their different directions. I'm the last guy out, right? And heading back to the West Coast. The longest flight and the last one out, but that's just how it goes flying out of small airports. I show up. And I'm standing there first in line at the United ticketing counter. There's not a single person there. Like no counter help. Everyone is gone. They are gone. Eric sent me a picture and it was like, it was the airport with no employees. There was nobody there for two and a half hours. What? So I, everybody's upstairs having kind of the wrap up party at the airport And I'm standing down there trying to check a bag. And there was nobody there. So I call United and I get them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm sitting there talking to United Airlines on the phone. Guy goes, okay, I'll call them. And I can hear the phone calling. And a couple of people Nobody's answering? Nobody's answering the phone. I can hear it ringing. And the guy's like, looks over me. He goes, you going to answer it? I said, no, I don't want to get booted out of the airport this early in the game. I want to get home. I thought about reaching over and answering the phone, but I went, "Ah," you know. See, you could have a new career. United Airlines, Eric Gorenson. (laughs) So here's what's funny. They finally, I get transferred to another phone number, so I call a second number who's like the baggage people, and finally they're like, hey, Eric, um, we left a message with the airport manager, but they're not answering their cell phone either. And then one of the airline employees that works for another airline goes, oh, yeah, they're gone from like 11 to 2.30. They just don't man the booth. So he goes, you got a long time to wait, man. I'm like, ah. Well, finally, somebody comes in about 20 minutes earlier than what we thought they were, which was cool, and they get us checked in. Well, I took a picture of the ghost town and, of course, put it up on Twitter and went, hashtag, they need help or something like that. And, of course, United comes back and goes, oh, you know, we're really sorry for it happening. Please send us your... um, please send us your itinerary, your confirmation number, and we'll look into it. So I sent it to them. And all they said was, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> they didn't help me at all. That doesn't I would have thought me, they like, would have said, hey, we'll give you a free upgrade, or we'll give you, you know, let us buy you a drink on the plane, or we'll give you a credit, or give us some miles or something. Nope. They're just like, yep, we don't care. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel very comfortable as a mileage plus card holder and uh, a United. Oh, you fly United flyer? Yeah. Oh, uh, I tell you what, <laughs> oh, it was no. not my favorite experience. Uh, even getting at the airport of Portland, you know, you know how it kicks out the bag tag and you have to put mm-hmm. your bag tag on it. Well, it kind of chewed up the end of it when it spit it out. It didn't cut it right perfectly in the end. So I'm over at the bag check-in, and the United guy's like, oh, no. hey, where's the last inch of this? I'm like, I don't know, man. Your machine kicked it out that way. He goes, no, man, where's the last little bit of it? I go, it's in the machine. <laughs> oh, my God. And I go, why don't you just print me out another one? He goes, well, we can, I can wait. Why don't you just print out another one real quick? He goes, well, if we lose your bag, it's not our fault. What? I go, it's your machine. Oh, my. Oh, my. And so it started out a little rough with those guys, and I'm like, man, I am so used to Alaska or Delta customer That's service. That's not I was not Good. impressed. Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox mm-hmm. now, but it was one of those things. And 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 then again, you know, I have other friends who are like, 
happy you didn't fly American. You were better to be on oh, United. No. So. Well, as long as the pilot shows up. <laughs> we have no pilot. Oh, yeah, no pilot showed up. Yeah. The other part that was uh, not awesome when I'm trying to work is when the Wi-Fi is always out. Have you had that happen on planes where you yes. get on and you're like, I'm going to get some work done. And Nothing. The Wi-Fi was Crickets. Down. Nothing. So Crickets. But it was a good time. It was a good time. And then just found a lot of new cool products. And Crescent really has a lot of new products coming out as far as tools, which that was fun playing with different power tools. And they got some new bits and stuff for putting in your impact drill and things like that that I was really impressed with. That I got, all right. Nice. Got to get some of those. It was a good event. Hardware huddle. So. Hardware huddle. So that was a that was a great time. And you've been just working with clients. I have. You've been busy doing your stuff. It's that time of year, guys. And I, I love to send Eric oh, yeah. like a little challenge. And we should post up pictures because it's great for you guys to try to figure out what happened. It was like the mystery home. And so we had a leak coming down oh, underneath yeah. the wall. Oh, I get that. <laughs> so imagine a house. Yeah, it was a serious Right, leak. imagine a house with a garage finished, you know, wall. Okay. And underneath there's a spigot, right? So it was, there was a spigot on the bottom, but it was closed off. It, they never used it. It was a yeah. hose bib down below. Yeah. So they, it was down below that was closed and there was water coming out from underneath the wall, like in close proximity to the hose bib, right? Yeah. So I asked Eric, I said, look at this. What do you think is causing this? And then I showed him a bunch of different things on the wall. So there were um, a shelf, there was a big hole in the wall where they had cut in and we found mold like all through the wall. And uh, mm-hmm. we were trying to figure it out. And guess what it was? I'll let Eric This was you. This was classic stud finder mistake 101. He, he talked When you this. put your stud finder up on the wall and you're putting it across and it goes, sometimes that's not a stud. And I've fallen victim to this myself where I think I told this story on the radio a few years back, but... Uh, I was putting a, hanging up the television in my last house and I'm going through every 16 inches. I didn't realize that they had, there was a beam up there. And so the 16 inches had been off and they had put a water line, a one inch <laughs> water line up to the garden the tub upstairs. So I uh, put the bolt in for that and went right through the water line. And funny, on the other side of that den area was a window, and I had the windows <laughs> open because I was just moving in. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Not a, that water hit that so hard, it blew the screen out onto the deck <laughs> and was shooting water onto the deck. I didn't get much on the hardwood floors, which was pretty awesome. But uh, that happens. Well, in this case, they had done that, but it was the drain line. Man. Yeah, this was a drain line that someone had put a shelf in, and – Nailed it right into the drain. So, but it was the drain to the washing machine. So every time they did laundry, they were getting a little bit of the spillage going through the hole in the garage. So it was coming down from the second floor. The washer was actually upstairs. So the client kept smelling must. She's like, I Mm -hmm. smell must. I smell must. What's going on? And sure enough, it was down in that garage area because I guess as the water would flow down, it would just pop out the hole occasionally. And finally it popped out the hole enough that the entire wall was filled with mold and just the the paint was bubbling out. It's uh, Mm -hmm. insane. They still thought maybe there was another potential leak in there as of yesterday. So they shut the water off, but it didn't seem to do much. They just shut the lot and the, the, um, everything off to the house. 
and they yep. were going to wait and see. And then they turned it back on and it didn't seem to make a difference. So now they're just waiting for it to dry out from the washing machine and seeing if that's, you know, they're not doing laundry. Oh yeah. They've got, they're going to have a moldy mess to clean, oh, clean up there. I it looked bad, right? The whole interior of the wall was like, it looked really black bad. mold. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things because it, it was going for four or five years. It sounds, it sounds like, like right? it was more than that. I don't even know. Yeah, that's that's never good, you know. And those things just and what happens is, especially when the people use like a drywall screw in there, the screw will go in and maybe it's tight enough to quit le not leak for a while, but then that drywall screw is not a plated screw, so it starts to rust pretty easily. Mm. And so once that rust is rusted out, which would take six months to a year. Now you have a really big pinhole. Oh, that's in there. probably what happened. See, you're genius. So it's just over time, or maybe it didn't. It maybe it took longer, right? I mean, it might have just not got the. Yeah, I mean, well, the problem is, is you've got a washing machine. So if it's a top load machine, that's got a lot more water. I mean, you're thinking about that every time you run a cycle with a top load machine, you're forty or fifty gallons of mm. water that's pumped down there. Versus if it was a toilet line, you'd have a you know one and a half gallon flush. So you've got a boatload of water going down there. I think that's, you know, that's, that's the biggest use of I water. I think I don't have the picture in front of me, but I think that screw did look rusted from my memory. It's going to mm -hmm. be rusted because if it was, it looked like it was just a black drywall screw and that, that zinc oxide coating on the outside goes away pretty quickly in water. When you, you'll see that with uh, drywall screws and wet drywall, it, it looks rusty pretty quick. That had to be what happened. It probably and just so it gave way. And then it was like, all of a sudden they're like, uh Oh, We've got it everywhere. Yep. And then you're toast. And then it's a leaky mess. And so that's that's where that gets ugly. And that's where you get the mold and stuff on there. So uh gonna be pretty crazy. Oh, I got a new toy. What? A couple new things that I've had now. Uh, I've got a a, a new those pole saws were for cutting oh, trees. Oh, those are good. And I have one of those. I've got one, but it's a chainsaw. I pole I saw. actually it's a new Milwaukee oh, one. I have one, but it's not um it's not new. And it was sort of like makeshift built. <laughs> oh, no. This is cordless, which is cool. So it's battery powered. Nice. And it's uh, the pole is, I, it got to be at least 10 feet long on it. Oh my God, I love that. So it's great. I'm jealous. Yeah. So great for trimming trees. Oh, and then I got my mattress. Updated <gasps> mattress. I had my Ergomotion bed. Oh. So that is awesome. And then uh, they delivered here. The other day, jeez, uh, we could, well, almost two weeks ago now, my uh, my Sealy from Lowe's. And, uh, man, they dropped it off, bed in a box. That is some good sleep right there. I tell uh, you did what. Did you just go to bed? You went out? It's good for you? Oh, oh yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. For those so of you who don't uh, know, Eric, you know, just like Eric tosses and turns a little bit because he's a little beat up, you know, being a home improvement guy all these years and a enthusiast of all kinds of activities it beats your body up so he needs to sleep appropriately and not toss and turn so hence the ergo motion bed yeah so match that up with that uh sealy mattress from uh from lowe's and uh, yes it was you cannot get an easier mattress solution like that i can literally walk into my lowe's store and grab a mattress off the shelf and take it home and i don't have to talk to a single salesperson mm -hmm. That's pretty that awesome. That's good. Oh, very good. And if you don't have a truck, you can have them deliver it just like an appliance and they'll drop it off for you at the house. Well, there you go. So again, no salespeople. <laughs> I like it. Well, I, I like to make my decision. I don't like going into a mattress store and, and getting the, 
hey, it's the Labor Day <laughs> special now. And if you do this and do that and oh, geez, please. <laughs> I don't need the high pressure sales <laughs> for a mattress. That just makes my day go long for a mattress. Well, we got a great show coming up this weekend, don't we? We do. We're talking fencing. This is going to be awesome. We've got fencing hour one. So we'll be talking all about building that fence, designing that fence, the mistakes you can make building that fence, right? And types of fence. There's so many types of fence. It's overwhelming. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of those. And then hour number two, we take a huge deep dive with Delta Brizo into faucets. And uh, that's going to be an amazing show as well because uh, we talk all about water inside your house. And we also talk about healthy home faucets, which are my love, and the history kind of of faucets and and the design that goes into a faucet. This company does it really well. And uh, they're sort of the leading experts and innovators in creating faucets. So it's kind of an interesting history and, and you get a good learning lesson about what's in a faucet, what goes into making one, just the colors. It's crazy. Colors, the finishes, all the little uh, cool yeah. things like that. So we have got all that and more coming up on Around the House this weekend. Well, Caroline, we should head out. I think at, uh, I'm starting to hear that music in the background. Have a great rest of your week, guys, and we'll see you on Saturday. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the House. House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.